once, you told me twice I don't take anyone's advice Rather make my own way down the road Take the gold from the sun I hold it close when the day is done Keep the fire inside me till the dawn When the sun begin to rise I'll open up with brand new eyes Only from the dark can you see the light Every day I'm born again But not in any kind of Christian sense It's only me to wash away my sins Yeah, yeah, yeah You're new again Yeah, yeah, yeah You're new again yeah. Remember Coco Robichaud You said I had Say goodbye The dead they don't miss you When they're gone And me too I'll up and die But for now I'm still alive Ain't no use for Mourning what has been
That's Grayson Capps with New Again from his 2017 album Scarlet Roses. I'm Jan Hall from Folk Roots Radio. I'm actually in the middle of the Caribbean. Isn't this cool? I'm talking to Grayson on a cruise ship because I'm on Kayamo. Kayamo is an absolutely fabulous uh, Roots music cruise. If you've not been, you definitely need to check it out because if you love music as much as you know I love music and I know our listeners love music, you really need to think about spending part of your winter on this boat with 40 of the best musicians out there in the roots music, blues music, Americana music field. Absolutely fabulous. And I'm going to tell you a story because I was having breakfast on the cruise ship this morning, a little late breakfast, and I started to hear this guy play, Grayson Caps. You're going to hear him in a second. You've just heard his music. Uh, He's an absolutely uh, fabulous performer, so much so that I had to rush my breakfast through so I could get across the room to catch his set. I'm going to introduce him now, Grayson Caps on Folk Roots Radio. It's great to have you join us. Yeah, it's great for you to, to want me to join you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's an honor to have somebody like what I do and then uh, want to promote it. So thank you. You know, it's interesting you say that because when I was listening to your introduction, the show, again, I was having my breakfast. And one of the things you said was the fact that, you know, it was great to be on KMO. This is your first trip. And I assume you must have come through the sound check, which is where they pick a few artists to join. Is that how you got on the boat this time? Um, there's a lot of regulars on Kayamo who do this songwriter festival called 30A, which is in Santa Rosa Beach, Florida, every year. And also, I host a thing in South Alabama called the Frog Pond. It's in Silver Hill. We bring in songwriters from all over the country. And so through that, I you know do rounds with Likes like uh, Mary Gaucher, Malcolm Holcomb, and uh, Sean Mullins. You know, he came through there and uh, we became uh, mutual fans of one another. And uh, from what I've gathered through various house concerts I've done, Sean didn't think I wanted to do Kayamo, and that's why I wasn't on it. And I was like, well, I want to do Kayamo. And this other woman kind of passed the news, and so I think Sean Mullins actually stepped up to the plate this year because the woman said well buddy miller can bring people on he's like well i'm going to bring grayson caps on so so thanks to a whole bunch of people who voted for me to come on and you know sean mullins for having me here well we've got to say i think sean mullins has been on every camera which is 13 uh so and buddy i think has been on 12 so yeah actually sean mullins actually takes that prize you kind of gave the game away a little bit because i was going to introduce you from la Uh, Which you said was Lower Alabama, right. So tell us a little bit about uh, your life in music. Oh, well, uh, my dad, uh, I don't know how I got into music. I do know how I got into music. It's just it's not in my DNA. My father can't even clap to a rap song. When I was young in Alabama, the 60s hit Alabama in the 70s. So I ended up... uh, my daddy was kind of uh, what they'd say a free thinker, and uh, so he'd have music around the house on the weekends, and, and poets, and artists, and all kinds of people hanging out. And it was so much of my childhood that it, it you know, I started playing music l- later on. But it was a huge influence for me to see this fellow named Bobby Long, Fred Stokes 
playing uh, these old songs from Woody Guthrie, Tom T. Hall, George Jones, really influenced me a lot. Uh, I went to school later on. I started getting into theater. I went to Tulane University in New Orleans, and I studied theater. I had some professors there that were really into music and theater, not musical theater like, you know, picnic or anything. You know, it was it was the idea that rock and roll or live music is the new real theater because you can take a stage and command an audience without having to regurgitate an uh, old, tired musical or, or something. So with that and my love of music anyway, I started playing uh, in a band called The House Levelers. We ended up becoming the darlings of these open mic nights in New Orleans and we got signed to Tipitina's record label. And we were the first band signed to Tipitina's. And it was a band that was kind of, we called it thrash folk. And it was in the days when the violent films were, were you know, hitting it. And so it was in that, that kind of vein. And so like three years on the road with that and eating junk food, we got in a three-way fist fight in West Virginia and ended the band with a grand concert of smashing our instruments at Tipitina's. And then I moved to South Front Street, which I talked about in a lot of my songs. Uh, started a band called Staven Chain, which got signed to Roof Records out of uh, Germany. We went a stint with that. Polygram merged with Universal. They went bankrupt, dropped us. I got uh, uh, my daughter's mama pregnant. Life changed for me. I go solo. And uh, so my first solo album started in 2005. And, uh, you know, with all the drama involved in bands that I've experienced, I decided to take all the blame and all the glory and just use my name. So um, that's kind of a summarization of my musical explorations. And one of the things I learned today that I didn't realize was that your father wrote the story about the love song to Bobby Long, which is is interesting because you mentioned the movie. Mm -hmm. And I think you said when you mentioned the that movie that I think not many people have seen it, but I actually loved it. Yes, it's right. Yeah, yeah. It's a movie called A Love Song for Bobby Long, starring John Travolta, Scarlett Johansson, and it's based off a, a novel my father wrote about his friends. And he kind of took true stories of scenarios that happened with Bobby Long and Fred Stokes and himself but he placed those stories where I was living after I graduated from Tulane on South Front Street in, in uh, close to Tipitina's. It was a time where we didn't have to work and we had this thing called an outdoor living room. We'd spend a lot of time outside playing music, cooking out. And my dad decided to set his friends in, in South Front Street and then he wrote a whole book based on it. And then this lady named Shaney Gable uh, came along. We were playing uh, the Maple Leaf in New Orleans every Thursday for a long time. And um, she was a screenwriter out of New York, and she wanted a story. And I gave her the book uh, that my father had written. In this book, he had tried so many years of his life to get this book and other books published to no avail. 
So when she said she needed a story, I had this hand-typed manuscript in the bottom drawer of my filing cabinet, wrapped in duct tape. I gave it to her. I said, well, here's a story that takes place in New Orleans. And um, she took it back to New York and then called me and said she fell in love with it. And so she wrote a screenplay based off the book. She had also visited South Front Street where I lived and knew that thing and knew that I was playing, you know, I was writing music and playing on the streets. And uh, she kind of combined what I was doing with what my father had done and created a whole beautiful uh, scenario and then ended up with absolutely beautiful cinematographer uh, and uh, John Travolta and Scarlett Johansson and Gabriel Macht. Um and she wanted me in the movie, so I'm usually, if there's music in the background, it's usually me. And I wrote most of the music for it, uh, you know, other than the string arrangements. And plus the, the movie was named after a song I wrote for Bobby Long called A Love Song for Bobby Long. Kind of a play on T.S. Eliot's uh, poem, A Love Song of J. Alfred Prufrock. So that's... Uh, and that, you know, at that time I was doing landscaping and I was playing on the street. Well, I, I spent every day on the set and I had to teach John Travolta these songs. I remember my dad and his friends playing at the house in Bruton, Alabama. And that was surreal because in the movie business, you don't get paid until maybe three or four months after the movie has come out. So I was broke, you know. I was, and I'm supposed to be teaching John Travolta these songs. And he was enamored of me because I was not starstruck at all. I was kind of, you know, exhausted each day. And, and one day he said, uh, how was your day? I said, have you ever run a jackhammer? <laughs> he said, no. And I said, well, you, you ought to. But uh, so anyway, when the movie finally came out, it kind of, gave me a lot more opportunity than I'd ever had to branch out musically. And then I got signed to a small label out of California called Hyena Records. It was a bunch of people from Capitol Records who quit Capitol and they were pulling their resources. And and that was uh, around 2005. And then I started touring Europe a lot then and Mostly these days, I go to Holland, Germany, Belgium, and uh, Italy has been real embracing me, and I, I love going there. But uh, plus, all over the United States, I go all all over. And you know, you're in, in Canada. I'd love to come up to Canada, but yeah, the for the only place I've been is Salt Spring Island, cause off of uh, Vancouver, and it was absolutely beautiful. But yeah. <laughs> So tell us a little bit about that music. We started with uh, New Again from your latest album. That's 2017 Scarlet Roses. When I listened to the song that you played it this morning, it was absolutely beautiful. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, um, at an age, I think everybody has experienced, is experiencing, or will experience. And that's when you got to take care of your children and then you got to take care of your parents, too. You know, nobody ever tells you about your parents getting old. I guess it's just my own exercise of 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 going through uh, a, a death that is inevitable that I hope will actually be a birth, you know, of because death and rebirth seem to go hand in hand. 
So I'd like to go back to the album and play another track. Now, one of the things I loved about your performance today was the, the humor that you, you know, had all the way through the show. You have a great song called Bag of Weed, which I would love to play because, you know, Canada um, went ahead and did the smart thing and actually finally yeah. went round and legalized marijuana uh, just over a year ago. And so now everybody's forgotten about it and, and just lives with it. But uh, this was a great story and a great song. So what I'd like you to do is just uh, tell us a little bit about the song and let's give it a spin. Well, it comes from the uh, perspective of... Uh so many bad country songs I've heard recently that have the same scenario of the beautiful young couple with the brand new truck and they just went mudding out in the country. They're in love, sitting on the tailgate, drinking a beer. And I'm thinking about what about the older guys who have an old truck and they've been through a bunch of relationships where people don't like them anymore. That little beer ain't going to do enough. So sometimes you might need a bag of weed, case of beer, a little George Dickel whiskey and some American spirit cigarettes just to go out in the woods and contemplate things. So it's a song for the, the guy who might need that. <laughs> this is Grayson Caps from the album Scarlet Roses, and this is Bag of Weed. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. <laughs> Out slow, wore out tires and bags of trash. I'm high on whiskey, I'm low on cash. Tell you more, tell you Paul, don't you worry if I don't call. I'm out in the woods past the cypress grove. When I'm coming back, baby, I don't know. I don't know. I got a bag of weed, a case of beer, a little George Dickel, some American spirits. Night out in the woods, hope it might do me some good, some good. A few quiz houses burned and gone, the cows in the pasture have all gone home. Pond in the lowland is done, run dry, blue sky days to turn to night. You hurt me good, you hurt me hard. I never thought you'd go that far. Love's a lot like gasoline It might burn messy, it might burn clean Don't you worry, don't you cry Ain't no verge to suicide Like an old snake shedding his skin Crawling out to crawl back in The human race Searching for my sacred place A bag of weed, a case of beer a little George Dickel, some American spirits. A bag of weed, a case of beer. A little George Dickel, some American spirits. Spend the night out in the woods, hoping might.
don't go out no more Except for maybe to the grocery store Like to sit around this house in pain Let you think the things you gonna think You gonna think Young man Corey stole his car He trashed it to hell and was back in the yard No remorse and there ain't no shame Stands as a statue to a young man's game Young man's game. I ain't pointing no fingers, I can identify with a selfish man and his ability to lie. But the cold hard truth's like a hammer in the teeth. Hurts like hell, I don't give you no peace. No peace. I'm out in the wildwood singing my song about a good man that's done gone wrong. Trying to rise above it all while the leaves and the trees are starting to fall. Making way for the cold hard freeze Ain't it funny how this life can bring you to your knees Ain't it funny how this life can bring you to your knees Got a bag of weed, a case of beer A little George Dickel, some American Spears A bag of weed, a case of beer A little George Dickel, some American Spears I sing my song with a simple refrain While the cold wind had turned to rain Red clay road had turned to mud Cold brown liquor warms my blood Icicles hanging on the old barbed wires Too wet outside to build a fire Spending the night in my pickup truck With the stereo and the windows up the Stereo up and the windows up That's Grayson Capps with Bag of Weed from his wonderful 2017 album, Scarlet Roses. Grayson Capps is our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. We're actually in the middle of the Caribbean on the wonderful Kayamo Roots Cruise. I mentioned at the beginning of this interview, if you've not been on it, you definitely check it out. It is a fabulous way to enjoy Roots music through the winter months. So Grayson is our special guest on Folk Roots Radio. Uh, let's talk about the live show because you've played live quite a bit. One of the things I love about your performance is you have just such wonderful stories, so much so that actually the person you remind me most of, not in the necessary, necessarily in the way you sing, is Steve Poltz because he is somebody else who also has lots of stories. So uh, tell us a little bit about the live show and 
um, you know, how you developed the way to weave back and forwards between the stories and the songs? Well, um, I suppose, well, you know, I, I, I did study theater, but, you know, people are like, what did that do for you? Well, what it did for me is one of the adage of theater. If you get caught acting, you're a bad actor. So all I know to do is, is be connected with the audience, be as honest as I can, because an audience doesn't like anything that's uh, not true. You know, the, the truth is what is engaging. You know, it's one of those things in theater, too. Any performance you have, you don't want a dog or a child to be near the front of the stage because they're uninhibited, they're completely natural, and they're a lot more engaging than a performer who's apprehensive. So when I'm on stage, I can, I guess I kind of approach it more like a comedian free-forming. Over the years, I've gotten more comfortable with just being myself and relaying stories of where the things come from, and the stories change. Sometimes I'll talk about just what happened that day, you know, like today we're on the Kayamo cruise and uh, I woke up and I felt drunk all day, you know, and I can just mention that because everybody's in the same thing. I didn't drink. I drank a bunch of coffee. But, you know, things like I actually talk about is is like, hello, and here I am sitting on the stage that's vibrating and it makes me feel like I drank three cups of coffee when I'm trying to sing this mellow song. You know, then I've got these Dramamine wristband things. And, you know, people who are on the boat, I think, want to feel um, you can't lie and pretend that you're, you're not experiencing what everybody else is experiencing. So I think I just try to bring people together with what we're all experiencing at the same time. And sometimes that comes off as humorous because, uh, you know, the, the truth is, is funny. You know, and it's just that aha epiphany or the shared moment where it makes you you laugh that, you know, somebody else, you know, because you think, man, I'm all alone feeling slightly nauseated and feeling like I'm wobbling, but we're on a boat. So my whole way of, of approaching the stage is I want to break the barrier between the stage and the audience and have it all together. That's what feels wonderful for me and that's why I do this I don't do it in a narcissistic way where look at me I try to feel like it's all one and uh, I'm glad you enjoyed the show <laughs> and over the course of years I've written enough songs to kind of I consider it sometimes an arsenal to approach various situations that I find myself in and I don't ever write a set list. I just kind of go off a feel of of where the audience is and where we need to go. Which is, again, that probably comes from the, the confidence you've developed through your background. I think, you know, mentioning that you were a theater major and, and understanding that concept uh, certainly pulls things together. You played solo today. Is that, is that normally the, the way you play? Uh, I do a good bit solo. Um, I've been enjoying for the past few years playing with my friend Corky Hughes, which is a phenomenal guitar player out of Mobile. And uh, when there's bigger shows, like we're doing a whole bunch of shows in New Orleans around Jazz Fest. We're doing Mardi Gras shows and stuff in Mobile. 
I have a bass player, Rufus Dakota, and, a, and a, I have a couple of drummers I use, you know, Russ Broussard, John Milham out of Mobile, and we'll have our friend Christopher Spees playing saxophone. So, you know, I've got a uh, normally a four-piece band, sometimes a five-piece band, sometimes it'll be a six-piece. I know about a lot of musicians, and sometimes it's just fun to, to add on. Like New Year's Eve, we had, you know, anyway, but... The typical touring scenario is me and uh, a guitar player. Yeah, you know, what comes through is that you just like to have fun up there and, and, you know, as you mentioned before, you know, tell stories from the day, tell stories that, you know, that may speak to the songs. And certainly the fact that you were a a street musician in New Orleans for a bit of the time, I mean, that must be a, a great place to develop your chops as far as engaging people is concerned. Yeah, yeah. If anybody's a musician, that when you're practicing at home, that's called playing on the couch. <laughs> when you get on the street, you got to learn how to project and make your energy huge because otherwise you get eaten up. And so I think I take that also with me because when you're on the street, you got to be all-encompassing and big and include everybody to bring the crowd in. I feel like I've gotten better as I've gotten older and I hope to continue to get better because I don't really have a retirement plan. So my retirement plan is to get better and write better songs. Well, I was going to ask you about what the future holds. Have you, um, you know, 2017 Scarlet Roses came out. When are you next planning to release some new music? I'm almost done with a retrospective album that my wife, Trina Shoemaker, she's a famous producer. She and I have kind of rediscovered who we were before having children. And so I put together this retrospective of my life from when I started playing on the streets, South Front Street. And it's about 16 songs. It's unreleased material. It's some material remixed. But I I should be releasing that by the end of the summer. And also I'm working on a double album of cover songs that I've known and played all my life from being a a child and songs I remember from my childhood. I've always shied away from covers, but as I've gotten older, I've wanted to sing these old songs like uh, Long Black Veil and uh, Barbara Allen and even songs like Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen and Taj Mahal songs, John Prine songs. That I've, you know, It's a double album that I'm halfway through with. I've got a lot going on. After that, I want to do, I've got a bunch of country songs I've written, so I'm going to call myself Grayson Everett Caps, you know, because it's a great country guy's got to have three names. And that's Everett's my middle name, so... Then it'll be a country record, and then after that, I've always, as I've gotten older, ironically, I've gotten into Black Sabbath and ACDC. So a lot of times, we'll, well, a live band will kind of delve into that realm. I actually have a song on Scarlet Roses called Taos, which is kind of a hint of that direction, but I do want to do a full-on rock and roll record before I, I can't. <laughs> no, it sounds lots of fun. I did wonder, it, have you ever made a live album? Because when I listened to that show today, I thought, oh my God, that would be so much fun to, to actually have a live album from Grayson Caps. Oh, well, I might have made one today. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if they recorded it. I think they do record them. So, I mean, that's, 
I haven't had the time to even people give me these recordings of uh, shows and I keep throwing them in a box. So I've got tons of live recordings you know, that might happen when I'm dead or something, you know, but otherwise, yeah, I've got to, somebody's got to go through all that stuff. It's been great to talk to you today. If people want to learn more about your music, how can they do that? Um, GraysonCaps.com is G-R-A-Y-S-O-N-C-A-P-P-S. And um, that will lead you to you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're going to finish with one more song from Scarlet Roses. You've picked You Can't Turn Around. It's an upbeat song to finish things up. Tell us a little bit about that one. Well, it's kind of where we're leaving this interview. It's like, forget about the past. Don't worry about the future. Be here now. And I'll, you know, in, embrace now and don't don't look back. And it's, uh, I'll dedicate it to my biggest fan who's actually made it on this cruise. That's uh, Glenda Stabler. She's helped support me, and that's one of her favorite songs. But, uh, yeah, if I can offer anything, just keep going, be positive, and spread love wherever you go. This is Grayson Caps with You Can't Turn Around from his 2017 album, Scarlet Roses. I'm Jan Hall, living in the moment on KMO and the high seas. And thanks again for spending the time with us today. Thank you. Stand.
stand up for her late at night Oh my baby, you can't turn around A little bit of whiskey, a whole lot of wine It's all gonna come down in town Look out darling, you can't turn around One thing baby, I won't bother you There's too many things I wanna do Sorry darling, you can't turn around Only one life we lead, gotta make it count, my dear. Yeah, yeah, baby, can't turn around. Oh, now, you can't turn around, you can't turn around, you can't turn around, you can't turn around. Look at more cookies. Get a whole lot of wine 